Good. Welcome, everybody. We're getting ready to jump on into the Lord's word today. And the message is called blindsided. Has anybody ever been blindsided in life? Hands everywhere. I bet you people online are going, yeah, that's me. How many people have been blindsided this week? Yeah. There's just things that come up in that just say, man, I never saw that coming. And what an amazing thing. What can happen in just a day or a week or a month? If you just go back, anybody write in their journals? Sometimes we talk about a prayer journal from time to time. And if you go back and, and, and do that, I tell you, it can be a very, very great blessing. I need to do a little bit more than that. I start off good, and then I kind of trickle it out. But a lot of mine is, is found through the message is, is with the Lord showing me. But I want to encourage us again. I say that from time to time. You know, take a little time each day and just write down what the Lord's showing you, maybe what's on your heart. And the reason I say that is because when we go back months later, weeks later, or even years later, you see where God was moving, even when we didn't see him in the midst of the storm. It's really great. So sometimes when these things come up in our life, how do we how do we handle those things? Like, man, I was doing right. I was doing good. And this happened, right? Guess what? Tough things happen to great people, right? Because we're in a sin-filled world, and this is not our home. We're just passing through. Somebody say amen. I am glad of that, and it's great here, but it's going to be more better there. How about that? That's not not good English, but it's true. More better. That's what one of my buddies used to say. I said, well, you want to do this or you want to do that? He said, this one be more better. I said, we'll go with the more better. So we're going with Jesus. Amen? So I want to kind of cover a few things today. i got to give you a little backdrop of the story. But, you know, when you think about this, sometimes in life... You can just be blindsided by illness, one phone call, accident, different things like that. And you find yourself with pretty much everything stripped away in just an instant. But if you know the Lord, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, you put your faith and trust in him, you will always have that. I want you to hear that today. So if you're going through a tough time, God is more than enough and he'll never leave you or forsake you. Amen. But when we're flat on our back, what I found out in my life, when I'm flat on my back, I'm in a great proximity to be looking up in the right direction. Amen. I'm looking up where the answer is. Lord, what's going on? What in the world is happening here? Just being honest, you know, sometimes we yell, scream, uh, you know, cry, everything else. That's just it's a part of life, isn't it? I don't know anybody that I've ever met. Everything has been just perfect their whole life, you know. A lot of times people want you to believe that it is. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get that guard down a little bit. You never know what somebody's dealing with. And that's why, you know, I pray that we respond to people with compassion. You just don't know what somebody may be walking through. And even if they're going through a patch that seems to be really rosy and everything, man, let's just praise God for that. But you know what? It can change in an instant. And I tell you what, that's where you really find the folks that love you. That they say, hey, you know what? They're going to keep on walking. They're going to keep pointing you to the things of God. They're going to keep reminding you of the promises of God. Amen. So I want to take a look in our Bibles. If you got your Bibles with you today, I'm going to do a little background reading here. First Peter uh, chapter one, and I'm going to start reading in, in verse three, and we're going to end up getting to six and maybe a little bit further. But I just want to kind of give you the backstory here of what's going on. So let me go ahead and read a little bit here. And you guys, if you got your Bibles, follow along. If not, I'll read it out for us here. Now, the, the caption on this says the hope of eternal life. How many people have that hope? I pray you do. If you don't, you can have it by the time you leave here today. All you got to do is put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross. Amen. Turn from our sin and turn to Jesus. It sounds too easy, doesn't it? Well, let me tell you, I'm sure it wasn't easy to lay down your life, but you were worth it. And God did it for you. Amen. So keep that in mind. So let's take a look at this. It says, all praise to God, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again. 
That means we put our faith and trust in the Lord. We've got a new life, man. Because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation. And we have the priceless inheritance. An inheritance that is kept in heaven for you. Pure, undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. Somebody say amen. I get excited when I read it. Anybody get excited when they read God's word? That's for us. If we're a believer, if you're a child of God, this is for you. Let's keep on rolling. And through your faith, somebody say faith. God is protecting you by his power until you receive the salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. Now we're going to get to this part that we got up here, right? It says, so be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead. Somebody say wonderful joy ahead. I'm going to get you guys moving here a little bit. Wonderful joy ahead. All right, here we go. Even though you have to endure many trials for a little while. Somebody say, ouch. (laughs) That's the truth of it. Verse 7 comes down and says, these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as trials for a little, excuse me, as fire tests and purifies gold. Through your faith, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold, so when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Now, that's a mouthful, but that's the truth of God's word. And somebody say amen if they believe that's a good thing. So let's go back and kind of pick out a few things here. I, I'm just kind of looking at this. What, what Peter starts talking about here, he's talking about it's a journey. This life is a journey, isn't it? It's a journey we're walking on through. Sometimes it's a battle. Somebody say, I know it's a battle. Do you know it's a battle sometimes? Because, man, sometimes you just get up and things aren't like they're supposed to be. I know I was helping Thomas yesterday and I was feeling all froggy with my new knees and everything else. I said, man, we need to move the truck a little bit. No, Pops, we're all right. Whoo. Dad, are you all right? I go, yeah, I'm all right, but I wish we'd have moved the truck a little bit. Fell flat out. Boom. Just like so. But I want you to know I never dropped my little 12-inch ice water. Had it a whole way. Why is that? Why is that? Have you ever noticed this? Me and Thomas was talking about people will fall and still have a donut in their hand. People will fall and still keep a drink. People will be walking along and, 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 and wipe out and still got their laptop. Whatever you're clutching to. You're going to hold tight to when the storm comes, when the stumble comes. Amen. Are you holding close to the Lord? You didn't think I was going to tie that in, did you? Let me tell you what. We need to be holding close to the promises of God. Now, going back from what we just read in verse three, let me read that again. It said, all praise to God, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. That's the gospel. He died for our sins. Rose on the third day. He points you right to the right in the beginning of this thing when he's talking about our hope. He's talking about the gospel. I want you to see that. That's the message, man. That is the message. If you don't remember anything else, remember that message, right? That's the deal. So he goes back and he puts us right in in the middle, smack dab of what we need to remember that the gospel does not change. Amen. The gospel saves. It brings power. It brings peace. It brings restoration. Come on. Anybody else got anything else? It brings joy. Come on, man. I'm the only one excited so far. Let's keep going here. So look at this. We know that we're accepted in Christ. How many people know that we like to belong? You ever notice that? You think, oh, I don't care what the neighbors say. Yeah, you do just a little bit. You know, we like to belong. And that's what I love about our church family. We love you just where you are. Because that's what God does. He loves you just where you are, but he loves you so much he don't want to just leave you there. He wants to bring you along for the ride, amen, for the journey. Set you in the family of God. So we have been accepted. 
through the Christ. We've been restored. And somebody say we've been secured. Somebody say secure. Secure. Isn't it good to know that you're secure? When things blindside you, your salvation still secure. When, when things are upside down, when you get that phone call that you dread, when, when you look and, and somebody stole your identity, you know, as far as uh, financially, that's crazy, isn't it? The other day, in one day, in one hour, let me just tell you, I got a phone call that our dear sister had had, had a freak accident and, and flipped over in a chair and fell and broke her neck. She's, we're still praying for her. Things are going well with that. Jesse was trying to get on the base to, to do his job and they couldn't get him on to do what he needed to do. And somebody hacked my credit. I said, how did that happen in 15 minutes? 15 minutes. Things can change in a second. But you know what? Because we walk with the Lord and because we know God is bigger than all things, guess what? Marie had surgery. She's doing great. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Jesse got on the base. Guess what? And, and you know what? My little ID shield and everything else and the credit union, everybody's going to be all right, right? It's going to be okay. You know, that's pretty bad if they turn around and they, they hack your account and then they go put a fund me page for you. Isn't that bad? Y'all don't know what a fund me, go fund me page is? It's a lot funnier if you know what it is. Anyway, I think I'll move on from there. Let's go ahead and do the next thing here. Everybody doing good? Is anybody doing good besides me? Man, you guys are worrying me today. It's just like, yes. All right. I wish I had my burning Bible. I'd light it for you. Let's keep on going. I'm going to make y'all laugh and make you guys open up to the word of God one way or the other here. All right. We need to remain confident in Christ. Easier said than done. Amen. It's easy to say it, but it's a different thing to live it out. And it's easy to, to say it when everything's good. Oh, I'm confident in Christ. But what happens when you get the call? What happens when... Things don't, when the doctor report doesn't look like you want it to. What happens when you turn around and they do hack your account and they take your money out? Amen? Things like that. Are we confident then? You know how you're confident then? Because now, today, right this now, right this second, we are turning around and digging in the Word of God. Getting that foundation. My mother-in-law still laughing over there. I'm watching you. <laughs> she goes, I just don't understand. We have a great time here. We can be confident in things of the Lord all the time. So let's take a look at this. God's word is for everyday living, not just on Sundays. You say, well, gosh, buddy, we know that. How many times you talk to people and, and we find out it's just on Sundays? Because evidently they lose their mind on Monday, right? Hopefully that's not us. But if we do turn back around and get back in the game, it's easy to miss the mark, isn't it? Well, let me tell you what. I want you all to hear this right here. You have been adopted into God's family. When you believe on the message of the gospel. And let me tell you some other good news. Your adoption's final. They're not renegotiating. They're not whiting out your name in heaven. Isn't that good news? You're secure because of what Christ has done. Now, I want to look through a few things here. I started looking and dissecting Psalm 25, and I want to go through that, and we'll pick out some points here. It starts out in verse 4 here that in my notes, and it says, Show me the right path, O Lord. Point me out the road for me to follow. Man, what happens if we would pray that? Lord, show me the path. Show me how I should walk. Show me what I should do. And then we actually walk that. Let's go on. I'm going to go through all these things and then we'll kind of pick them back out. It says, lead me by your truth and teach me. For you are the God who saves 
saves me. All day long, I put my hope in you. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and unfailing love, which you have shown me from long ages past. It comes on down to seven and says, do not remember the rebellious sins of my youth. Somebody say amen there. Remember me in the light of your unfailing love, for you are merciful, O Lord. When you start walking through the scriptures and, and, and seeing this thing, the Lord leads. But the question is, do we follow? The Lord guides, but do we listen? Amen. What else do we have? The Lord saves. He is compassionate. He is, his love's unfailing. And I want you to hear this and write this down. Your worth is not based on your wealth. It's based on your position as a child of God. Those are some key things that we've been learning on Tuesday. You say, well, I knew that, but do you live it out like you know it? Do you walk it out like you know it? Because a lot of times we feel like our worth is tied to our wealth. Amen. And that's, that's very sad. Because I don't care how much your wealth is, your worth is greater. If you ever doubt that, look to the cross. If you ever doubt that, look to the cross. So many times we look at things and we say, man, I just don't feel like I measure up. Anybody ever feel like they don't measure up? What scale are you on? Are you on the corporate scale? Are you on the I'm not like the Joneses scale? See, we got different scales we break out. But let me tell you the good news. When we're on the God scale, you measure up. I want you to hear that. Because what Christ has done for you. That is the deal. You know, I wanted to, to really kind of hit some, some facts and details today to help anchor us in our faith. Because I know each one sitting here and each one that I talk to throughout the week and everything go through some trying times. So I pray that today's message will give you some good traction, to give you some great foundation, some great scripture to anchor in your heart when these things come up. Amen. You know, we can look and, and go through stuff and just say, yeah, 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 that sounds good. I pray that we apply them in our life. And the way we apply them in our life is we have to get them in our heart before they come out. And we have to continue to look at that and keep on trusting God in the midst of everything else. So sometimes you just got to let it go. Somebody say, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Is, is it hard to let it go sometimes? It is. It really is. We need to surrender your worries to the Lord. Oh, yeah, that's great, buddy. Sounds good. Everything must be perfect in your life. It's easy for you. Wrong. We are teaching this <laughs> so that we get it in our hearts. So when these things come up so that we can walk through and come out victorious. Amen. It's easy to say, give it to God. But how many know that God's in control? God's in control. So sometimes, listen, I'm just going to be honest. In, in my life, when things start really shaking and rolling and things coming unglued, I have to go back to the basics. How about you? I don't know what's going on. The next question I said, but what do I know? I go back, what do I know? I know that God's good. I know that Jesus Christ laid his life down for me. You got to make it personal for you. I know that I've received the Lord Jesus Christ into my life. I know that I still miss it, but I know that Christ said, while we're yet sinners... He died for us. I know it's by grace we're saved through faith, not that of ourselves, but it's a gift to God. So we need to open that gift by faith. And so when I start approaching my problems and my situation, I go back to the things that I know that are true, that I know that will not change, that I know that God has done for me and that I've received. Why? Because you're a preacher? No. Why? Because you're a nice guy? No. Because God sees the value in me and he sees the value in you, even on your worst day, and he laid his life down. 
So just like he did in First Peter, he brought it back to the gospel. That's where I'm saying it is. That's the power of the salvation. We need to know that, not with our head, but as Angela says many times, let it drop two foot to your heart. You know, to know that. There's things that can change. Anybody have a 401k or, or, or anything like that? Stocks or things? How many know that those things change? Sometimes like that. So what are we counting on for our worth? What are we counting on for our wealth? How rich do you feel today? Well, what do you mean? You know I'm not talking about a dollar sign in your pocket. I'm talking about the uncorruptible treasure of what God has laid in your heart and up for you in heaven. Can you imagine that? You know, I talk about this a lot because when you go through something, you come out the other side, you never forget it. Thomas was saying when we were loading this truck yesterday, he said, man, Pops, you can do about anything you want now, can't you? I go, yeah. Because two years ago, I heard me talking about one of, on one of the sermons. I went back. I, I couldn't even stand for an whole hour. I sit here now just because I'm lazy. But before I had to because because of, <laughs> of it hurting, right? Isn't it amazing when you come through the other side? If you're in the middle of your storm, I'm going to tell you there's an other side. And we're going to trust that it's good. And we're going to trust that, you know what, through that, God is going to mold and teach and love and show you who you are, who he is, and who he can be to others. Amen. I want us to see that today. But you know what it has to happen? We have to relinquish. We have to surrender the things over. It's, it's kind of hard if I'm trying to, if you're trying to get something to me and I keep my hands clenched, you can't put it in there. How much harder is it when God tries to get something to us and we keep our heart clenched, our heart hardened to the things? We like to do the blame game. It started with Adam and Eve. Oh, it's this woman you, you gave me, right? We, we haven't fallen too far from that even now. Sometimes we got to own up. But sometimes we just got to give it up. Give it up and surrender those things to God. I'd say this many times. You guys are probably tired of hearing it for the folks that have never heard it before. How many people have worried a problem so good that it disappeared? Zero. So what good does it do? I'm not saying just flip the switch. I'm, I'm trying to give us some tools so that we won't worry. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying that I never worry. I tell you what, I battle it. When it comes on, I was like, no, wait a minute. Why am I, have, I can't do anything about that. I, I have no control over that. God sees the big picture. I'm a child of God. I'm in the family of God. He only gives good gifts. So let's go with what God says. Isn't that a big difference in going, oh, maybe they will, maybe they won't. What happens if I don't get the job? What happens if, oh my goodness, what happens if this is? And next thing you know, your what ifs are so big, I don't even, I can't even see the daylight. But you know, like we say many times, don't, don't sit there and, and talk about how big your problem is. Talk about how big your God is. And that will shrink your problem every single time. He rose Jesus from the dead. He rescued his people. Man, turned turned water to wine. He did all those things. He made the blind see. He gives a life. Is your job that big? I think he can handle that. Is, is your family that disjointed that he can't pull it back together? Look at David that wrote some of these songs that we're going to share throughout here. Was his family disjointed or what? It was messed up. And he calls David a man after his own heart. Did David mess up? Yes, he did. Was David quick to repent? Yes, he was. And God still used him. Sometimes 
you might feel broken. Sometimes you might feel useless. Sometimes you might feel guilty. Am I speaking to anybody yet? Or just me? But let me tell you what. When you look to what God says about you and what he's done in the truth of that matter, you are forgiven. Amen. We are forgiven through the greatest sacrifice that was ever given, that will ever be given. He doesn't have to redo it. He doesn't have to come back and fix it. He doesn't have to patch it. It is finished. So I pray today that you hear that and that you're encouraged. So let go of the junk and grab hold to Jesus. Amen. And I'm not saying that the stuff that you're holding on to is not important. Please understand that. I'm just saying it's hard for God to get things in your hand when you're holding all the stuff. It's working against you. Open your heart. Open the word of God. Open the promises of God. How many people, when you pray, find a promise in the word and stand on it? Grab God's word. I'm giving you some good foundation stuff, right? Just say, well, I hope so. No. God, you told me that I'm more than a conqueror. You said no weapon form against me going to prosecute. You said that the future that you have for me is good. Even though it don't look so good right now, let's keep on going. Man, I've been blindsided by this. I didn't see that. I thought this person was my friend. I thought it was going to go down like this. I, I, I never believed that I would be in a situation like this. Let me just tell you a situation that had nothing to do with my notes. Went by to see my mom. Why my mama watches Dr. Phil, I don't know. Maybe it makes her feel good about her life. And I happened to click on there and I was putting her pills out and writing some bills. And I was listening to this lady's life. I said, you don't need a doctor. You need Jesus. That's what, see, I never hear them say anything about that. I, well, you need this and you need that and you shouldn't do that. And, you know, back up three times and turn this way and don't do that. You should have never say this. Uh, uh, you just need Jesus. How about that? My show would be quick. Move Dr. Bud in. How y'all doing today? You need Jesus. It's a take. It's a wrap. You know? Probably wouldn't get many ratings on that, would you? You know what? Jesus has the best ratings. But the world will never give him any credit. Oh, well. That's our job. We can give him credit. Do you give God credit for what he's doing in your life? I get excited about that, man. I never thought. You, you, let me just say this. Praise God, me and the bank and Denise own the house. My grandparents never owned a house. They rent it. You know? We didn't have any air conditioner in our house when I grew up. Most people know that now, right? You say that now, my kids would be like, we're moving. You know? Here's, here's the We finally got an 8,000 BTU little window unit that would only come on like when things were melting in the kitchen. And my dad said, that's going to run my bill up $20. I cannot believe it. I'm like, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. When you go through some of those, and I'm, let me tell you what, we had it good. <laughs> we had it good. But what I'm saying is, when you go through different things, you sure appreciate what you got. How appreciative are you of what you got? Now that's just stuff. Now let's go to the next slide. How appreciative are you of what you got with your heart? With Jesus, forgiveness, redemption. Man, I could go on and on. That, that probably would be a little bit longer commercial there, wouldn't it? A little bit longer show because I'm saying, man, let me tell you how good God is. I'd be like, how long do we got? Because I can tell you he's good. 
He's awesome. He loves us. He loves us. Them songs that we had playing today, man, are amazing. He loves us. Now, y'all know why I play guitar and don't sing as much. He loves us. And he says, I'm yours. You say, I'm yours. Do you ever say that? Do you ever just let it go and relinquish everything? Lord, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the neighbor's going to do. Don't know what the husband's going to do. Don't know what grandma's going to do. But I'm going to worship the Lord. I'm going to say, you know what, God? I'm going with you. I'm going with you. Let me tell you, it changes everything. It changes your perspective. It changes the way you deal with other folks. It changes the way you deal with your children, people at work, and everything else. So let's go ahead and surrender some of those worries. But I know we can't do it on our own. we got to have the Holy Spirit to help us. Amen? So, Lord, help us in those areas. Let's read a little bit of his word and work through that. Psalm uh, 55, 22 says, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. Somebody, if you like that, somebody say amen. amen. Do you believe that's for you? Do you believe that's for you? Look at that. Cast your cares on the Lord and he might every now and then, every third Sunday. It said he will sustain you. What does it mean to sustain He's going to keep you upright. He's going to keep you going. We're going to keep on going. We're going to keep pressing in and go through this. He will never let the righteous fall. How many people are righteous in here? I, I like asking that. I also, I, how many saints do we have? And they go, you know what qualifies you as a saint? This right here, the cross, the death, burial, and resurrection, the blood of Christ poured out when you Believe and receive that. Put your faith in the finished work of the cross. You're a saint. You're in right relationship. Amen. You're the righteous. Because his righteousness has been imputed to you. Amen. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? Jesse's getting in the real world now. He's been working on everything. He just got his first paycheck uh, Friday. I'm hoping that we go out to lunch today. Boy, that was... That was but... When we went to get everything set up, dad had to set it up. You see where I'm going with this? Dad set it up because he's, he, he's a minor at that point. And we're setting all these things up. And what I'm saying is this. That is like a small picture of what God does for us. Here we go. Oh, well, which, why do you need my number? Because they're going to base it on you, dad. Why do we need this? Because Jesus Christ, we're basing it on him. That's what I was getting at. There's different things in our life when we start getting things settled and you're, and you're getting moving along and you're getting credit and you're getting things like this. You know, the world wants to mimic the things of the, of the Lord, but then they twist it. But let me tell you what. God is a straight shooter, amen. We can turn around and see what God has planned because we've got to keep his word open. He will sustain you. What else do we got? Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Man, that's easy to read, sometimes hard to apply, isn't it? Take a look at that. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. How many people trust in the Lord? Let's just start with that. The all your heart gets tough, doesn't it? Because we still got a lot. I still got a lot of me in here. How about you guys? Trust in the Lord when things are bad. Check. Trust in the Lord when I need this. Check. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You got a squiggle line. Right? Some days are better than others. What would happen if we just settled that today? Lord, I'm going to trust you with everything I got. Lord, I'm going to trust you with my health. I'm going to trust you with my family. I'm going to trust you with my job. I'm going to trust you where, where you're going to take this, this body of believers. I'm going to trust you. 
I tell you what, when we get to that point right there and we release that, God starts filling us up. He starts filling us up with his word, with his truth, with his joy, with his peace. Amen. I want you to know that this, something else I was looking back here when we talk about the righteous, I put this in there. I said that your identity is not up for grabs. It can't be stolen. They can hack your credit card. They can do all that stuff. They can't steal what God's keeping for you. Amen. That's a good thing. It's secure. Most everything that piques people's interest today to be urgent about something is security. You need a life alert for grandma. Better get that. We need a doorbell thing to tell somebody's coming. Better get that. Oh, we need a little thing on the on the on the window, you know. Security, 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 security. We want to be secure, right? We like being secure. And so we we worry about it. And we add this and we add this and we add this and we add this. Guess what? You're secure in Christ by believing. That's it. No monthly payment. No repo man gonna come and get it. All those things. He said, Well, you're you're just telling us stuff that we know. Yes, I am. I want you to hear it, and I want you to hear it, and I want you to hear it again. So that when these things blindside us, we go back to this. Amen. Everybody doing good so far? Say amen. amen. So it takes some faith, doesn't it? Got a few things I want to share with this here. Our victory in Jesus. I said, Jesus shows us what to do. Are you ready? Now I'm going to go back. This is Matthew 6. And I'm going to go, I'm going to cut through some of these. I'm going to go ahead and pull it on down here. Yeah. And I'm going to read through here. Matthew 6, 26, it says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns. For your heavenly father feeds them. Look at this. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? You know, Kevin stops by my house from time to time. And we talk about this. I love when people just stop by and say, hey, man, what you doing? And we just talk about the Lord. Talk about the Bible and different things like that. Or maybe I'll go for a little ride and see somebody out and we get to share stuff. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Sometimes we got to get the right perspective to realize where we fall in, where we fit in. We fit in the family of God through Jesus. Take a look at this. Verse 28. Look at the lilies of the field. Then he goes on. And he comes on. Did I, did I click it too far? I'm sorry. Did I click on that? On the right one? We're good. Okay. Uh, it says, look at the lilies of the field. He evaluates the reason for worry, right? He says, he says this, why do you have so little faith? Then he turns around and eliminates that, the cause of worry. And he comes back to verse 33. He says, seek first the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. Sometimes I think folks think God is a genie in a bottle. Why would you underestimate God like that? Usually because you don't understand him. We're always learning more and more about God, right? But you can look in the world and you're not going to find God. You can see evidence of, of creation and things like that. If you want to see God, you got to look in his word. Look to Jesus. That's the blueprint. That's what we need to look at. And when it doesn't look like that, it's not from him. It's not from him. So, you know, we look through here and we see this. Why do you have little faith? Sometimes our problem, our problem is we just have some weak faith. 
When we do anything to work out or, or physical therapy, anybody ever had physical therapy on anything? Moving your arm and this and that and your feet and everything, your legs and stuff. How many know it's a pretty, pretty good thing to do, right? Keeps you going. What's that commercial? I love that commercial. It says, a body in motion tends to stay in motion. My wife believes that. She's keeping me in motion. Go, let's get it. Let's do it. All right, garage cleaning this week, everybody. Amen. So there's things we've got to keep on rolling, keep on moving, keep on doing, Right? It's the same with your faith. There's many folks that don't open their Bible all week long. Many people won't look at anything else. And they come in Sunday and they go, okay, yeah, I got it. Check it. I think about what Angela said many times. She went to a yard sale and a guy had a Bible out. And she's like, dude, why are you selling your Bible? That story just resonated with my heart. He goes, well, I already read it. Man, I've read this too. I can't get enough of it. I learn more every time I open it. How about you guys? See, we think, check the box, we got it. God has so much more. I don't know exactly how it's going to be when we see him face to face. I got a feeling we're going to be on the ground just going, wow. But as God reveals things, I think we're going to say, man, I left a lot on the table. I left a lot on the table. I don't know about you guys. I don't want to leave anything on the table that I, that, that, that I can't. I want people to know Jesus. I want, to, I want to serve him well. I know I will miss it along the way, but I'm, I'm willing to get back up. Are you willing to get back up when you miss it? Are you willing to say, you know what? I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God above all else. That right there is a choice. We have a choice. Do you, do you make that choice in the morning? I'm going to seek the Lord today. What happens if you got it and you say, today, I'm going to share Jesus with somebody. One person. Whatever. Now, I'm not saying whatever God tells you. He might tell you to share it with 10 people. I don't know. 100 people. Whatever it is, that thing that God has placed in your heart, do it with all your heart. Do it with all your heart. And yours might look different than mine, and hers might look different than his. But whatever it is, do it. If you're running a business, you can't put Jesus in the closet and just pull him out. I don't think that's what he wants us to do. You run it with God in the center of it and watch how it works. If you're going to, you know, play baseball or do whatever, anything like that, man, that is a great platform that God has entrusted to us. Amen. What is the platform that God's entrusted? You say, well, I don't play baseball and I don't have a business. Are you a mom? Are you a dad? Are you an aunt? Are you an uncle? Are you a grandparent? Do you fill in as a grandparent? Your life is going to connect, just like we said the other day, that dot's going to connect with somebody else. What line are you drawing? Are you drawing a line back to Christ? Are you drawing a line to the gospel message? Are you drawing a line to hope? Are you drawing a line to peace? Anybody got friends like this? You get a new car and they come out and they pick it apart. Get a new shirt. They say you got something on it. You know? If you tell them you, you got your taxes done and you did okay, they, they, they say you're probably cheating the government. What, you see what I'm saying? Whatever it is, they find that chink in the armor. Guess what? They might not be your friend, okay? They might not be your friend. Why is it? Well, I'll tell you why it is. I always say we default to the natural. We just default to, to the natural. I'm going to tell you something now. If something good is going on in your life, guess what? Your pastor is going to be happy for you. I'm not just saying that. I think it's great. I said, man, praise God. I'm not going to say, well, golly, how come this? And I'm doing. 
Because I got my relationship with the Lord and you got your relationship with the Lord, but we're walking together. And I want to celebrate those victories in your life. Man, I think that's amazing when things come around. Because then when you get to tell your testimony, you say, man, remember Pastor Buddy, we were praying about this in months and months and months. But look how God walked out, worked this out. That is awesome, isn't it? It's just amazing to see how God will work those things together. So we got to keep on trusting him. Amen. Let's keep on rolling. Bringing it on down. Some more faith statements. Come on, get on up there. There we go. So faith brings joy. You say, well, what do you mean by that? If your faith is, in, is tied in to the truth of the gospel message, you're going to have some joy even in the midst. Because you know that this right here is not the ending. We're just passing through. So when those times come and we blindsided, I said, well, you know what? Just like we read back over here. He says, so truly be glad there is wonderful joy ahead. It's coming. It's coming. Anticipate. Keep looking. Keep pulling in. Keep going. I'm going to rewind a little bit here. He says, look at it. Now we live with great expectation and we have a priceless inheritance. An inheritance that is kept in heaven for you. Pure, undefiled, beyond the reach of change or decay. What's that old, old thing, you know, you, you see on some of the TV shows and somebody has a rich uncle and passes away and they have to go and see what they, they end up with, inheritance. Man, their mind just goes, man, I wonder what I got. Don't they have, I think they've got a show that comes up with like weird inheritance. Have y'all seen that? Like crazy things. What's it called? Who said that? Oh, I didn't know I recognized your voice. What's your name, young lady? What'd you say? I couldn't hear you. Strange inheritance. Y'all see that? I can block her out, right? Strange inheritance. <laughs> I kept saying, that sounds like your mom, but her lips not moving. Anyway, that was amazing. I said, it's a miracle up in here. In case y'all don't know, I do have to get my hearing checked occasionally. Strange inheritance. We get some strange things. Somebody got like a, a, I don't know, they get crazy stuff. But boy, oh man, they're excited about it. What's it worth? What's it worth? The chances are you will. Struggle and save and everything else. And your kids will blow that stuff in about a, a year, six months, whatever. Might as well enjoy it. I remember my dad was telling me, he said, well, when I leave here, where are you going, dad? Well, you know what I mean. When I leave here, he said, you go ahead and, and, and put in central air and, and get the windows done and get everything fixed up so you can sell the house. I said, no way. I said, spend it now so you can enjoy it. Well, I don't know. So then he goes, I don't know. I, 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 I will make it. Me and mom will make it. Enjoy that. Enjoy those things. So let's pull this up against the backdrop. I'm going to start enjoying my inheritance from God now. What do you mean? I'm going to enjoy the peace now. I'm going to enjoy the victory now. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy the, having the mind of Christ now. How about you guys? You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to squander that and go, wow, here I am, Lord. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be great. And, 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 and then possibly have him say, you remember all those times you were struggling? <laughs> you had everything you needed. I've already supplied those things. Man, walk in that today. Let's take a look at this. Romans 5.1. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God. Because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into the place of undeserved privilege. Somebody say amen. Undeserved. Undeserved. Where we now stand. See, we get to stand 
And we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. That's what I'm talking about. He's not writing this for when you get there. He's already got it now. Amen. This is what we have now. We can walk in that because of our faith. Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege. Some people won't receive because they don't feel like they they deserve it. Do you deserve grace? No. We don't deserve grace. What is grace? God's unmerited favor. That means he gives you grace because he gives you grace. If you earn it, it's a wage, right? The wage is the sin of death. But the free gift of God is eternal life through his son. Amen. That gift. Open that gift of faith. Amen. Keep on looking down here. It says, when we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Anybody ever feel helpless? When that big problem comes up, when you never saw it coming, when you couldn't save enough, when you couldn't be healthy enough, you couldn't do enough, you couldn't talk to your kid long enough, you couldn't get the point across, you didn't receive the point across, whatever it is, and you say, I'm helpless. You feel like that? He says, look at this. When you were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. That means we're going back to the gospel again. You see what I'm saying? We went all around here and guess what? Every time it plugs back into the gospel. We go all the way out here and it comes back and plugs into the gospel. Because that is the foundation of your life as a Christian. Amen. I want you to hear that. But look what comes out of that. Look what blooms out of that. We just went back to that undeserved privilege. We can be confident. We can be joyful. Man, we can share in God's glory. But look at this. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were what? Still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. Man, if you had a sad face on when you got here, I pray that this takes it off. I pray that this joy of the Lord through his word continues to impact your life and lift you up in whatever whatever is blindsided you in your life. Whatever's been going on. I never minimize what's going on in your life, but I want to maximize God's word in your life so that you see the truth of what he's done. Amen. And let's go back where we started here. Come on around. In all this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. Lord, help us to see the victory that is ours. Lord, help us to be strengthened in the truth of your word. Help us to know you better and receive your peace. Amen. So today's message is about when these things happen, not if they happen. It's when they happen. What will we do? We will stand on the word of God. We will understand our identity in Christ. Amen. We will understand that, you know what, that our value is not based on our bank account, but it's based on Jesus Christ, our position In the family of God because of what he's done. Amen. I want you to hear those things today. And I want it to resonate in your heart because, let's see, with every season, there's always change. Amen. And whatever season you're in in your life, there will be change. Some good, some bad. This message that I'm sharing with you today will never change because it's God's message. It's God's word. And it's for God's people. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you today for the message. And I pray that through this today, I pray somebody... We'll hear that and just say, man, Lord, I needed to hear that today. Lord, show me more of yourself. Reveal yourself to me. 
And I'm going to bring it right where we started and bring it back again, back to the gospel message, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Bible says all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. We don't measure up on our own. We measure up in Christ. How do I, how do I receive that? By believing on the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's done on the cross, the finished work. He rose on the third day. He's sitting at the right hand side of God interceding for us. When we call on the name of Jesus, he sets us in the family. When we turn from the world, when we turn from sin and turn to Jesus, Lord, help me to be all I can be for you. Lord, live in my life so that that I can be who you call me to be. Things will change. Times will change. Places will change. People seem to change the way they treat you. God will always love you. Look at the cross. That's the proof. And look at this. He said it is finished. Our part is to believe that. And you say, buddy, you, you preach that every week. You're right, I do. That's that's what God has called me to do. That's what God has called us to share his message of Jesus Christ. Now, here's something a lot of people don't talk about. There is a place called hell, and, and it's not made for us. God doesn't want you to go there. But when you reject the only way out of that, that's where you end up. So today, choose wisely. Choose to follow the Lord. Choose to come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. You say, how do I do that? You pray and say, God, take me just the way I am. I believe you're the son of God. Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. I believe you're the son of God. Today, Lord, I'm trusting in the finished work of the cross. Seal me and save me in Jesus' name. If that's your prayer today, whether you're online or you're here, get with us before you go. We want to rejoice with you. Send us a note. Share the message. We want to rejoice in the, in the midst of everything going on. Even when we feel like we're blindsided, God is faithful. I'm going to sign out for our friends online. Friends, I hope you got a lot out of the message today. Pass it on and share it. But first, receive it for yourself. Y'all have a great day. We love you. Amen. All right. Give the Lord a hand clap, everybody.